Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash mad butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell, and if you really enjoy, you can consider hitting that like button too. Before we jump into today's stories, I just want to say some thank yous to recent rejoins and new members as well. So we had rejoins from Queen Woofy 2 k 9 Raxel1447, Elkrid665, I hope you're well, my friend. Faley486 with a join, and Raven Wolf Girl with a rejoin. Thank you so much for your support towards the channel and for everyone for spending your time with me today. It means the absolute world. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And this first story does follow with a little update as well from Los Papaya 9278 titled Am I the Arsehole for Not Accepting My Sister's Relationship with My Ex Despite Her Having Cancer as a Teenager? My 25 female father married my stepsister's 23 mother when I was four and she was three. We lived together most of our lives and are a family. She and I were extremely close. She developed cancer when she was 14 and was sick for about two years. She's since made a full recovery. During that time, my parents became understandably overprotective. They also asked a lot of me. I quit my extracurriculars so I could get a job. The money went towards her medical bills and so I could drive her to appointments. I didn't go to any dances and any fun activities I did needed to include her. I did almost all of this willingly, the exception being having to quit my high school volleyball team. I did throw a bit of a tantrum about that, but was swiftly punished. And I think having one emotional breakdown was pretty chill given the circumstances. Anyhow, I go to college and meet my ex, we call him Ben, when I'm a junior. We fall in love, blah blah blah. He and I move in together when we graduate, so we've been living together for about three years. We were serious until July when I walked into my bedroom and saw him effing my sister. I broke it off, tears were shed, he moved out, etc. My sister apologized at first but then backed off. I thought she was giving me space, but last week she called and asked if we could meet up. She told me that she and Ben were in love and were just telling me as a courtesy before they started posting photos online. Distraught, I left her in the restaurant by herself and did not pay my portion of the bill. She later Venmoed me asking for the money. She told my parents, who then called me to their house, telling me how disappointed in me they are for not supporting my sister's relationship with Ben. They brought up the fact that because she had cancer as a teenager, she never learned proper social etiquette and has a hard time meeting people. I don't buy this, in part because I've seen her socialize just fine. And since we spent a good chunk of the time she was sick together, that would also mean that I should have bad social skills as well. By that logic, they then told me that if I don't accept my sister and Ben's relationship, they may have to go no contact with me. I reminded them that I'm also their daughter and they should understand my point of view, but they are adamant that this is about me being jealous of her. For the record, I'm not jealous of her. I'm not upset that Ben picked her over me. 
I'm sad about the end of the relationship and do feel betrayed, but Lord knows that I don't want to be with a cheater. What I'm upset about is the fact that my sister chose Ben over me, that she slept with Ben knowing he and I were in a long-term, committed relationship and continues to be with him knowing how much it hurts me. Now, no one in my immediate family is talking to me and I'm getting messages from aunts and uncles and cousins telling me that I'm an asshole and a selfish bitch. And there is an edit before the update, which we'll cover the edit first, that says, thank you everyone so much for your comments. This has gotten more attention than I expected and I'm having trouble keeping up. So if I don't say thank you, then thank you. I've been given a lot of food for thought. To be honest, while I've had moments where I've been resentful or upset about my teenage years, I've always thought that I did the right thing for my sister and for my family. And that time wasn't all miserable. I was very close to my sister and we made things fun as we could, but I didn't think of it as an abdication of my parents' responsibilities or that they were doing wrong by me, which many of you pointed out. I definitely have a lot to think about. Thank you again for making me feel less crazy about all of this. And there was no way you was going to be the arsehole. I know it's very easy for me to say when OP's the one that's lived through it, but there's no way you're gonna be the arsehole in this situation. You know, as we always say, mental health illness family is never an excuse to be an arsehole so yeah she's definitely gonna be an arsehole in this situation but also i think the parents for enabling this and you know turning against you and all the rest of the family they're even bigger assholes in this situation to me even before all this happened and through your childhood they were making you do things for your sister rather than letting you live your own childhood at the same time and normalizing things for you it sounded like you was treated in a very different way and i'm incredibly sorry for that but we're going to cover some comments then we'll move to the update to see what it says with talia saying not the asshole your parents are enablers cancer as a teen did not shrink wrap her and isolate her from the entirety of human mores and values forever and ever amen from what you describe it sounds disturbingly like you have been deemed the cannon fodder of the family take some time for yourself put them on the back burner dr bitchcraft says not the asshole i had cancer as a teenager i've managed to not have sex with either of my siblings partners weirdly enough Frightmare says, not the arsehole. Having cancer as a teenager is not a valid excuse to be a shitty person for the rest of your life. Ratara Rao says, not the arsehole. Oh, heck no. Your sister is using an illness she had a decade ago as an excuse to sleep with your boyfriend and thought that'd be okay. It's not. The fact your parents are going along with this smacks of having a golden child. I'm sorry to say that sometimes the trash takes itself out. Your sister is awful. Your parents are and were awful. It was not your job to quit every activity to pay your sister's medical bills and drive her around. It's good that you know this now and can get some therapy and move on with your life. You deserve better people in your corner and they are out there waiting for you. Patfan1 says not the asshole. Her lack of social etiquette is due to their lack of parenting, not cancer. You are better off without these people. ETA, her asking you to a restaurant to deliver bad news then requesting money for it is ridiculous. She sucks. Steep says not the asshole at all. She wanted you to Venmo her money. Damn, you already Venmoed her boyfriend to her. She's a sad, greedy, jealous individual who uses her illness to excuse her bad behavior. If you take her cancer out of the equation, then it's likely no one in the family would talk to her. Having cancer does not give her a get out of jail free card. It's not an excuse for betraying you. She is a mahusive asshole. And one more comment before the update from Primary Criticism 929 who says, So getting cancer means you can be an arsehole. Learn something new every day. Not the arsehole, obviously. Your sister is an arsehole, but your parents are even bigger arseholes for thinking you just need to get over it and accept things. 
You may not see it that way, but she did you a favor because now you're not with a cheater and you know that your sister and your parents are toxic and selfish and that you shouldn't be having a relationship with those people. They've screwed you over your entire life. You sacrificed most of your childhood for that girl and that's the thanks you get. They're not worth your time or your awesomeness. Just fuck them. Now, let's move on to the update to see what that says. Update. Sometimes you can only laugh. Just got off the phone with my cousin who saw this post and said he could explain a few things. I asked him why he was on Reddit instead of school. He asked me why I was on Reddit instead of work. I said touche. He told me that after my conversation with my mum, she went to his house and talked to my aunt. And here's the deal. Turns out my sister is not only in a relationship with Ben, but four months pregnant. Which means she and Ben were effing for longer than I had even guessed. Apparently, my parents are so adamant that I forgive her because I'm already ruining their experience of their first grandchild. That's right, I'm less important than my stepmom posting ultrasounds to Facebook. This is where we're at. Anyhow, I called out of work sick for the rest of the day and I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol, like a lot of alcohol, and then start thinking about what the F I'm going to do. Not a positive update. And to me in this one, I really hope that OP just, you know, cuts these people out of their life and i know it i know it's so easy to say but i really hope that they do because they deserve so much better than that what's your thoughts on this story let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one and our next story is from fun mb who's titled am i the asshole for telling the girl she is responsible for her failures my 22 female roommate's friend, 22 female, is always complaining about how unfair life is and how hard it is to find internships. She always whines about nepotism and connections and blames everyone else for her shortcomings. She's also jealous of me because I've made smart choices all throughout college and recently secured a well-paying position at a consulting company for after we graduate. She started moaning about how she can't get a job because she's unconnected. I outlined to her exactly how I got my position. I competed for entrance into the best pre-professional organizations based around consulting as a freshman. And since then, I've been networking and gaining internships and experience to secure a high paying position. She could have done the same, but she chose not to. It has nothing to do with unfairness and connections. She just didn't hustle throughout college didn't network and didn't make smart choices like I did. The problem is that she failed personally, not that life isn't fair and frankly, even if it was, she should stop crying about it and get to work. She hates me even more now. And we're gonna start straight away with Hayatza saying you're the asshole mainly because you sound self-righteous and completely oblivious of others and their circumstances. She's right, life is actually unfair. Her main complaint was about connections and you specifically said that you networked your way to internships. So it sounds like your opportunities were based on connections. Yes, she needed to figure things out, but lots of people lack experience in navigating the workforce and obtaining employment. Most people are taught that you go to college and get a degree to gain employment. For many people who may experience poverty, be first generation college students or simply lack understanding. The idea of joining organizations, forming relationship with professors, and or doing additional work is not something that is discussed or understood. She's not off the hook for complaining, but simply telling her how you gain employment through the years of hard work that started in college is not helpful when she's already graduated. If you would like to be helpful, maybe offer to introduce her to some people you know. Otherwise, let me complain in peace. Orbital Pete says everyone sucks here. 
Yes, she certainly could have done more, but you are also demonstrating textbook survivorship bias. The idea that everything fell in your lap simply because you worked hard ignores the very real luck factor. For example, positions becoming available in your area which you were qualified for and for which a better candidate did not apply. Making networks with people who are actually supportive and useful in the hiring process. And that's before we start thinking about any other discriminating factors. The idea that anyone can succeed if they put in enough effort is toxic bullshit. Sometimes the stars align and people sail through things with great success. But if they then see that success as a product purely off their brilliance, that leads to a really problematic thinking. I work in academia, an environment where 100 plus PhD qualified people from around the world might apply for each job. Every one of them is a world expert in their subject. Tell me the people who didn't get in it aren't hustling hard enough. Evan says, based on your shitty attitude and rudeness to someone who thought you were a good enough friend to be able to vent to, I'm going to assume she was right. Nothing you said proves that you didn't find success through nepotism. And you sound like the kind of jerk who wouldn't even be self-aware regarding that. You're the asshole. Science Art and Puppy says, lol, you need to open your eyes and realize that you are a product of your environment. You didn't do those things all by yourself. Yes, life is unfair, and I don't think complaining too much gets you anywhere, but your roommate also has a point. To a certain extent, you probably got lucky along with the hard work. You met the right people and said the right things, but that is not you just working hard. I'm not trying to take away what you have accomplished, but you don't understand what your roommate has gone through either, and it's not so simple. It never is. And one more from Verminous Bo who says, everyone sucks here. You bragged about your smart choices twice. You sound irritating, but it's annoying to hear someone constantly complain. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? Do you have any advice for the OP in this one? That may help them out in the future. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for telling my husband's friends he isn't welcome to our house till he starts calling my son by his real name? My female 27, husband, male 29, has a friend, male 30, from college who he calls brother. They are inseparable. They hang out together a lot and are very close. His friend tends to act rudely sometimes. He's stubborn and thinks he has some sense of humor. I tolerate his behavior since it's not that weird, but things got worse when I got pregnant. He started calling my unborn son Thomas, even though we told him I picked my grandfather's name for my son. He kept doing it even after my son was born. Not only that, he'd post pictures of my son on Facebook and type Tommy instead of my son's original name, which got people confused. I talked to my husband, then explained to his friend that he should stop calling my son Thomas, but he kept doing it even more. He even came up with more nicknames besides the name itself. It all came to a head last night when my husband's friend visited us while my family was visiting. Once he walked in, he repeatedly started calling my son Thomas. Everyone was confused. I felt awful and I angrily corrected him in front of everyone and told him my son's name is not Thomas. In his defense, he said that Thomas was a lot cooler and better than the name I picked. My family heard and were hurt since that was my grandfather's name. I told him to stop calling him that and he said he can call him Thomas while we call him whatever, no problem. I got mad and told him he's no longer welcome to our house until he learns to call my son with his real name and stop this disrespect. My husband's friend argued with me then left. 
It was awkward. My husband said his friend wants to use the name and we should just accept it. But I humiliated and embarrassed his friend by berating him in front of my family, then kicked him out. He went on about him being our son's uncle and I should respect that. I stood my ground and I told him his friend isn't welcome or even allowed to see our son unless he agrees to call him with his name. This upset my husband and now he's saying his friend isn't speaking to him and I might have ruined their 10 year of friendship with what I did. He added that I should stop trying to control what comes out of other people's mouths and respect their opinions just like I should respect that his friend thinks the name my son has is stupid. Am I the arsehole? Was I being controlling? Edited to say that my husband's friend felt so strongly about the name to the point where he kept nagging us about choosing it before my son was born. When I tried talking to him about it, he said after we ignored his name choice, then at least he gets to use it and I shouldn't be upset about it. Damn, what a hill to die on by the friend. And I, I do wonder coming into this one if there's something more there. Why is he so insistent on this name Thomas because he thinks it's a better name? Which is just bizarre that he's actually following through with it and is not going like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll start using the proper name. It was just a bit of a joke or whatever. Not that it was funny to begin with, but just go trying to find some path that he may go down. But then he comes into your house, starts using the name in front of family who hasn't seen him using this name and confuses everyone, and then disrespects your late grandpa as well. And according to the first paragraph, he even knew that was the grandfather's name to begin with and kept doing it anyway. How disrespectful is that? And I can't believe your husband isn't stamping down on that. The fact that he disrespected yourself, your son, and the grandfather. What kind of friend is that? I, I'm blown away by this one, actually. But let's move to the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Unit Healthy, who says, Not the asshole, but your husband sure is. Why does he allow this guy to trample all over your very reasonable wishes and your child's name? Why do I suspect your husband wanted to use the name Thomas too? Little Foxicorn says, Time to correct your husband. The friend ruined the friendship with his blatant disrespect for you and your son in front of your family. And respect for the wife and mother should definitely go before respect for the uncle. If he starts showing it to you, you will extend the same courtesy, but not before. Also, also tell your husband he needs to respect you. Why did he not stand up for you and your son? Lizzie says, Not the asshole. This is a really odd thing for the friend to be doing and really disrespectful. Does he realize this isn't his baby? The Debarras boob says, not the arsehole. My husband is now saying I might have ruined their 10 years of friendship with what I did. Then says, what about the friend? He did nothing wrong in your husband's eyes by repeatedly ignoring your wishes, being rude to you in front of your family and calling your, your son's name stupid. Your husband is clearly the arsehole here. Bzianka says, as Reddit loves to say, you don't have a friend problem, you have a husband problem. To recap, your husband allows this guy to do whatever he wants. He disregards your loud and clear expressed wish to stop with his ridiculous behavior, but he doesn't. And your husband is still fine with him, but mad at you. Not the arsehole. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this one? How can they deal with this relationship? Just cut the friend out or what do you think? Let us know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from Gold Pudding 7736 titled, Am I the Arsehole for Threatening a Lawsuit Against My Daughter-in-Law? Hi. I'm a grandma and I own a pretty good business in accounting. I'm not filthy rich, but I surely have a good amount of money and I've set aside a lot of money for my grandson for college or for a house if he decides not to go to college. Every year for his birthday, for the past eight years, I have given him around $800 a year for Christmas and his birthday so he can enjoy himself. It's quite a hefty sum of money, but he is a great child and I believe he deserves the money. He is 15 at the moment. Well, recently he came forward and told me for five years that my daughter-in-law has stolen a lot of money from him and some from my son as well. It turned out that she was spending a lot of money to herself and decided to pretend that my grandson's money would be going towards college funds. It was usually through gift cards, so how it would go towards college in the first place. Not only this, but apparently he was barely even fed and didn't get basic necessities a lot of the time. Six years ago, she broke up with my son and dated a man whose salary was well enough to make sure my grandson was getting what he needs. They weren't in poverty. I was furious. Not only was the money I gave my grandson to have fun being used by someone who I didn't even like in the first place, but my grandson was being neglected when they could have given him the basic necessities. I recently emailed my daughter-in-law, telling her how much she owes me and if she doesn't pay it back by the end of the year, I'm getting my lawyers involved. Well, she was furious and started using the fact that her boyfriend is a military sniper, what, as a way to threaten me into dropping the charges. Double what? I told her I refused to do so and ignored her after that, knowing if she continued to threaten me, all she is doing is incriminating herself. My other son, who is also an employee of mine, said I was being too harsh on her and should have just let it go and that I already have enough money as it is to pay him back. Am I the arsehole? ETA, before I get asked about this, yes, CPS was involved. There's already a case against her, but this is out of CPS's realm entirely. ETA 2, grandson lives with my son already, but official custody arrangements haven't been given out yet. They aren't divorced. Now, the big glaring thing that came out to me in this one is when it said, my boyfriend is a military sniper. Like, what? Is he going to be on a building when you walk out of when you walk out your house at some point and snipe you that's a threat surely i'd be reporting that straight away i mean it's very likely an empty threat but i don't want to get sniped <laughs> gee whiz amber felitner says if she is bragging about him being a military sniper i can guarantee you that he is in fact not a military sniper edit i'm so sorry i forgot to tell you that you're 100 not the asshole your intentions are to keep your grandbaby safe definitely speak to a lawyer to know what rights you may or may not have and I would also think about like having separate accounts of some sort as well that you can put that money into. And then when your grandson needs the money for whatever he wants to enjoy, then he can come to you and say, look, can I get that money out? And then you can just get it out for him directly there and there rather than letting someone else have access to it. But Mr. Handman says not the arsehole. I rarely say this and people tend to jump to it quickly for small things, but I recommend going to the police. The military sniper threat may just be hot air, but it's still a death threat. Pocket or Penny says, just a quick side note, stop sending literally any money or gift cards to your grandson. Instead, just put money in an account for him and let him know. 
He's old enough to understand and value this. If you do get him a gift, make it a physical gift and not a money and gift card. As for the money that was already taken, it might be difficult to get any of that back without documentation. If you have a lawyer, it's worth a conversation though. See what he or she thinks of it. Apprehensive Sans says not the arsehole. Good on you for standing up for your grandson. But if you seriously suspect neglect, then it's best to take some legal actions about it. If he's a minor, then there might be laws in your area about mandatory report of abuse and such. Also, I lolled at the military sniper comment. Like, what does she expect him? Him to shoot you down? White Jaded Butterfly says, not the arsehole. If your grandson is not being fed nor had enough basic necessities, please call CPS on his mother and sue her to relinquish custody. He needs better living environment. Do keep records of your email correspondence and any communication recordings. And one more from Independent Sir who says, not the arsehole. Start kicking ass, grandma. You're a badass and love your grandbaby. Just remember to be careful and take care of yourself and grandkid to make sure no one is hurt. And I apologize for laughing when military sniper is mentioned because you really don't know how serious this is and what could happen. But whenever it was mentioned, all I could picture is like, you know, when in the movies, you got like big skyscraper buildings with glass fronts and someone sitting across on a rooftop somewhere sniping away. And it's just like, oh, God. And for someone to make that threat just seems absolutely bizarre. The first thing to come to your head, that's what you come up with gee whiz let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story and our next story comes from am i the asshole flawed parent am i the asshole for forcing my daughter to make a list of her flaws because she made one about mine english is not my first language so sorry for any mistake my daughter 17 and i 42 male have been having a lot of problems she is at a stage where she tries to rebel to any hint of authority and uses the almost adult card to justify herself. For example, there have been times when she leaves the house since the morning and does not tell me where she is going or says that she is an adult to refuse when I ask her to clean her room or do certain house chores. Things have been tense at home for a while now. Yesterday, my daughter gave me a list of all the flaws she thinks I have as a person. They are all personal flaws, my gestures, my accent, my physical appearance, etc. I would have appreciated if the list had been about flaws in my parenting or things that I can improve, but they were all attack on my person. I was quite offended and sad when I finished reading it. This is where I think I am the arsehole. I said to her that since she's so good at dissecting someone's personality and appearance, I wanted to do the same with her. I told my daughter that I wanted her to make a list of her flaws like the one she made about me and then give it to me so we can both comment about our flaws. I told her that until she gives the list to me, she has no right to use the car. My daughter said that I am an asshole, a bad parent and that making that list about herself is going to traumatize her. She says that taking away a car is horrible and that she's going to hate me for eternity if I don't stop the punishment. Am I the asshole? And we'll start with Latter Ad who says not the arsehole. She needs to understand how hurtful what she did was, but not gonna lie, she seems very unlikely to get it. Here's the real way to deal with this. Since she's almost an adult, how about she start a part-time job and earn gas money for the car on her own? Don't clean her room, let it rot until she has no choice but to clean it. She sounds like a real brat and 17 is too old for it to be excusable. Info, are you paying for her college? Is she planning on living with you after high school? Welder says not the arsehole. If she can't take it, she shouldn't dish it out either. Also, you should say, fine, you want to be an adult, you can get all the responsibilities that come with it. 
Starting next month, you can start paying rent $300 a month. You can also start doing your fair share of chores around the house. And if you don't have a job, you'll need to get one. Oh, Bitter Dicta says, haven't seen that name in a while. Not the arsehole, sounds like a little introspection would do us some good. Edit, I would suggest you structure the punishment a little bit differently though. Ask her to list all her flaws so you can comment on them. Means you're gonna end up sitting there pointing out her flaws. Yes, that's what she did to you, but it will severely damage any relationship you have left. Instead, make her a little worksheet to fill out. Ask her to list three of her strengths. Include an example of a strength you think she has and three weaknesses. Do not give an example here. Ask her to list a way she's going to work on each weakness, just like you would in an interview. And let's have one more comment from Mr. Handman80 who says, didn't think I'd necessarily go this way from the title, but not the arsehole. Her list of flaws is just a personal attack as you've written it. Essentially, it's a slap in the face written form, a way to throw some abuse your way. Unless there's some key missing reasons, her almost adult card kind of needs to be revoked as what she done is petty, childish, and actually quite cruel. You asking her to make a list of her flaws is way less harsh than you making a list of her flaws, which would be bringing yourself down to her level. Introspection is an important tool for adults when it comes to self-improvement and sounds like it's something she needs to learn. If she thinks that her being introspective about herself is going to traumatize her, then perhaps that says a lot about her uncovering what she's really like. More importantly, you're there as a safety net because if she comes out with all these flaws that aren't true and has self-esteem issues, which might explain some of the behavior, then you can correct her on that and figure a way forward together. Maybe tread carefully there. There could be a lot that gets uncovered on this one and you may well end up learning more about your daughter's real self-image from this than you're prepared for. Now, what do you guys make of this? What do you think about the comments as well and your thoughts on all of today's stories? As always, I would love to hear them in the comments below if you have a moment of your time to share them. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today. Getting involved with the channel, it means the absolute world. Thank you so much for doing you. It's absolutely awesome. If you'd like to support the channel further, but never any pressure to do so, you can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link tree in the description and join over on Patreon. Really helps the channel out, but as I said once again, never any pressure. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. Boxes are defeating, purpose always fleeting. I poise questions to the ceiling like an answer gonna come. Truth is too revealing, life is easier concealing. All emotions to the start on your heart going numb. I shouldn't be in drive more, I just wanna feel alive more. I feel hurt all the time, boy, I can't see straight. I've been right. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.